yo, so, um, welcome to season two of the Sidewalk Crew. Um, it, it was, so look, first and foremost, the season one finale, we, we did some crazy shit. Uh, my guest today actually showed up on the season one finale, um, but the season one finale is uh, going up on Patreon. It's behind a paywall. Look, we're, we're doing episodes that are behind paywalls because... There's shit that we do there that we can't do in front of regular people. And Spotify might kick me off the platform. So, you know, it's behind a paywall. But if it's behind a paywall, I can do whatever the fuck I want. At least that's what my lawyers say. So, uh, welcome to Season 2 of the Sidewalk Crew, everybody. Uh, more info about the Patreon and stuff later. Uh, this next guest uh, that I have on is a gentleman who uh, I met doing outside mics during the pandemic uh, with 12 comics. I tops. Did, I did not floss my teeth today, dude. <laughs> I really knew you were about teeth. I just realized when you said that, like, you triggered something like, I have a lot of food in my teeth or something. It's core memory. I do not have flaws. <laughs> you don't? No. I'm probably allergic to it even if you did. Well, most likely because we buy, like, the pre-done little thingies. Steven Cedric, everybody. Hey, Holy hey, shit. Um, <coughs> so, uh, Steven uh, had me on his show, the Steven Cedric Variety Show, a few yeah. times. Um, one, uh, I remember... The first time I saw Steven on stage, uh, he walks up with a with a, a guitar lele, which is not a ukulele, which yeah. which I a guitar lele, which is a six stringed uke. I'm, I have very small hands, so that's why I, I play it. I feel like that's a lie. No, my hands are extremely tiny, dude. Nah, maybe they're pretty small. <laughs> so I can't play like a like a regular. I have to get like a junior guitar, and even a junior guitar is still too big for me. I need to get like a. With like a soprano you or guitar lately where it's like it's pretty much just a like a half the size of a junior guitar have you tried to play something like is it is it the is it the spacing on the fretboard the that does it the what about like a classical style guitar or like a fretless guitar have you ever tried a fretless I one? haven't tried fretless but that would be pretty difficult to play in key right because don't don't the frets give you the equal tone no the so the, it's 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 intonation and hand placement because that's how you know violins that's are violin, fretless yeah you know, but uh, that I thought you needed gun the guts. That's why they put the gut strings on there, so they could be in a certain. It made it made everything play more equal. I thought. It, so it's well. I mean, you you got to look at so Les Claypool, a bass player for Primus. He's got a thing called a rainbow bass, yeah. which is a fretless bass, yeah, and he, he can play whatever in whatever key you want. But Les Claypool is also a madman. It's not key. I'm probably thinking of. I know it's not key. I know tone, it's something else. Tonality. Might be tonality. Yeah. Tonality. Yeah. I mean. So it, yeah, the tone's not as crisp, um, right. but you can still remain like it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If 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 it works for Stradivarius, I would assume it would work for a guitar. Right, right. Well, if it works for the pinnacle of stringed instruments, it would work for okay. any stringed instrument. But no, I haven't I haven't tried that uh, either. And just because I think even I think the length of the neck wouldn't it probably also just give you this kind of close to the same places where like an A would be or a B, you know. Well, so in theory, for most people that play or move to playing, because like nobody, I'm not going to say nobody, not many people are going to pick up a fretless instrument off rip. Mm -hmm. They're going to have some like inclination of where the pitch would be. Because, like, you know, even on a fretted instrument, you can move to one side of the fret or the other. And, oh, you're right. Yeah. You're totally right. I didn't think of that. Yeah. So yeah. it's a similar, similar concept. Just the closer you are, the, 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 the cool thing about a fret is the, the closer you are to the actual end of the thread, you create a crease in the string, so it stops all previous sounds. So the string only vibrates from that point on. Okay. 
So that's where you get your cleaner sound because it's all vibrations. Yeah. I mean, and strings are like, if you've never seen the videos where people like play from the inside of an acoustic and like watching the way the strings vibrate because they don't, neither, none of them vibrate the same. Most of your thinner strings vibrate like on a, on a wavelength that mostly like bends and then your, your thicker strings will actually have like peaks to them or S curves mm -hmm. as they, as they play, depending on the way the tones room. It's really fucking nuts. Yeah, it is. Okay. It's really nuts. Um, mm -hmm. It it is great seeing you out, man. Uh, I feel yeah. like I, I feel like you disappeared for a little while, and it was I was yeah. I distinctively remember. I can't remember who I asked, but I remember saying like, "Has anybody seen Stephen?" And somebody was like, "Oh yeah, he's just working a lot, and you know, and all this." And I was like, "All right, well, whatever." And yeah. then you pop back up at a mic, and it wasn't the bags. I don't think was the bags the first thing you did. Yeah. Okay, so it was the bags, yeah. yeah. Dude, when I bumped into you with that, well, and I saw you improv stuff. I yeah. did see you improv stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, a couple shows. Yeah, so that, that was cool seeing you at improv stuff. But then, like, finally seeing you pop back out of the stand-up thing, was I was like, yeah, because it was, y'all don't understand. Like, So I saw Steven Cedric walk on stage the first time with a guitar and say he was going to play a song. And for a four-minute set, he never played the fucking song. Yeah. It was a... Uh, Torturous. I like the torture. <coughs> it was it was so good. It's creating tension in it, like an unequal way. It's just like I'm gonna fuck with you, because you think I'm gonna play something nice, and then it, even when I started playing it first, it was really shitty. <laughs> you know, and so everyone's like, "Oh, you play a song." It's not like I want to leave, but it's like he's definitely making some mistakes. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, if he was like in a class, he probably passed the test, but it's like, mm, I don't really want to. Is it an A? Is it an A? Is it an A? <laughs> Definitely like a D plus. Oh. <laughs> that was like the first song up. But then after that, I was like, I don't want to do a D plus kid. B minus at least, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so if I, if I couldn't play B minus, then everyone up with the guitar. And there were, there were like, I think in the beginning, there were some times I was like, can't fucking play today. I don't know. I don't know what to do. But then there were times where like, I had that feeling. I was like, I'll fucking try it. Let's see what happens. And then I would probably pretty much, I would crush it. I would be, I would be even better. It's just that performance adrenaline, man. It really, because I'd played instruments, but once I had taken it on stage with like a goal of like, I just gotta play the song and just talk, that fucking changed everything about my set. Everything. Like the way I approached comedy after that was like, wait a second. And there were times when I would pause and stop playing and then talk, thinking like, oh, I can just talk here. You know? The Eric would be like, no, never stop playing. And then. It made me pissed because I wanted to fucking stop and talk. So that's when we put the guitar down at some point because I was like, I kind of want to talk today. It'd be that part of the of the guitar bit because I feel like whenever I'm talking on stage, I'm all, I, because like usually when I'm doing my bit now, I'm always laughing and happy and having fun. And whenever I would stop playing, is the only way I would stop playing if I was in a circle of people is if I was laughing so hard I physically couldn't. Yeah. So that's how I just do my stand up now. I think I just I just fucking had that realization talking to you right now. Like, that, that, that's fucking wild that I'm, I've done that. My, uh, I, uh, I told Molly, uh, that I was having you on today and, uh, she was literally like, oh my God, the golf bag. And I was like, <laughs> yo, like, and it was so, there's, I, I can think of three times I saw that, but like, you never did the same thing. The first time I saw it was in the idiot box where you tried to put the thing in the cup. Um, then I feel like you had the golf bag on you when you pulled the horse out and jumped the fucking... That was... That set could have gone so much better, man. That set could have gone so much worse? But so much better. It was, I, I feel like that would have been a much memorable set 
if I didn't have a, a prop failure on stage. That was my very first prop failure. Because the whole, if the bit was just quicker, and it was like, all right, guys, I'm playing golf. I pull up the golf ball, and it's in a jail. And I'm like, who fucking did this? Eric, we never tip. That's fucking funny, because it's just quick. They're like, we're like, oh, he's going to play fucking golf again. What the fuck? It's in a jail. But because the top of the jail came off, I spent a minute just crouching by the fucking golf bag. Trying to put it back on. And I was like, oh, fuck. So it made me so embarrassed that I fucked it up. I stopped. It was one of the, it was one of the sets I've never done again. The uh, the other time I've seen you with the golf bag was at next door, and you walked in with a child's drum, like a, a toy drum. I still have it. And, I was actually playing it this morning in a, in, in a red jumpsuit. I'm so fucking hot right you, now. <laughs> I had nothing to do with that. You know, yeah, you didn't. Maybe, maybe a little bit. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. On. It's like no, that was before that. Your shit's weak, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, Pretentious, aren't we, Steven? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty little. You're talking about the, um, the drum. Yeah, well, it was because you came in and it was literally all you did was in. I, I remember because that was it was comics. I swear it was all comics. It was all comics. Was the there next was door. Zero, zero. Zero humans. Yeah, and I was like, ah, dude, this is gonna be fucking weird. Dude, that was that was great. That was one of the few nights I remember everybody going, "This is phenomenal." What the? Really. Like, I feel like I bombed. Dude, it was one of the few nights where we all looked around and we were like, yeah, this is Steven Sedgwick. Dude, I fucking, I feel like I bombed so hard. <laughs> I feel like there's a few sets you have where you're like, that didn't go well. Where it's a lot of us who look around and be like, no, that's Steven. Like, it's, it... I, remember, I remember I went to uh, Gypsy Road and I tried, to, I tried to play the guitar and I hadn't played in like two or three months. And I couldn't play it. And, I was, and this was after doing so well with it, you know? This was the, that was the first time I ever fucking bombed just because I, I didn't play well once. And then... Uh, I didn't get a laugh for like two minutes into the set, maybe. And then uh, I tried to play golf in the last minute when I got the light. I tried to play golf then. And that was a really bad idea because I had to rush through it. And so I was rushing and I was like, oh, fuck. Jenny's, Jenny's up next. It was even more pan- like, you know, fucking panic because she's fucking waiting to go on after me. And I'm just like, ah, fuck, I gotta fucking go. And I fucked it up and then um, it didn't go in. And uh, it, it just didn't have the hype behind it. I feel like it usually has. But after I got off the stage, Decaro followed me for probably 15 seconds just talking to me like, hey man, fucking love that shit. You almost had it this time. Like, if you ever fucking knock down that shot, it's gonna be fucking awesome. And I was like, god damn it, Decaro, let me fucking wallow in this, right? (laughs) (laughs) David Decaro will, if... The the one thing I love about David Decker is he uh, shout out to Decker. He's in he's in Chicago right now. Oh, Detroit right now. He's in Detroit right now he's in Murder City. Right now in Detroit. Yeah. Whew. That's fucking awesome. Well, that is the workingest dude. Uh, that is the workingest retired yeah. comic I know because he tell he tells me every week he's retired, <laughs> and then, and then he's out. He's out at a fucking festival yeah. in Detroit. Yeah. Like whoa! Oh man, festival in Detroit. Chris Rock's right next to me. Oh, okay, David. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Retired. Retired. Yeah. <laughs> Living the fucking dream. <laughs> He, uh, nah, man, he, uh, Decker has been, always been one of my favorite, like, I can't, I couldn't tell you my first, the first David Decker joke I heard, um, I can tell you the first one I remember, um, and the first one I remember was where he talks about his, uh, his anxiety grabbing, I won't tell the joke, cause, you know, I'm not gonna burn anybody's joke, but, you know, his relationship with his anxiety, that, that's the first Decker joke I remember, and it's, I've it's always so remembered good. that, yeah, it's so good. yeah, I, my first memories of Decker were at Geeksboro, just seeing him writing all the time, that's like him and Dusty. They would just I would because I would work there. I'd be there sometimes from like one p.m. until two in the morning, and they were always there when comedy was happening. So you would and it's a coffee shop. You know, you lounge around, you get a coffee. So I would see them come there early, 
and just sit around and just write. Well, I remember the geek. Dude, the geek, the geek bro. I went to college when I was in college. I was going there. That's one of the one of the best places in town. Just to go. Write. The the one of the ladies who was affiliated with the top of the train. Um, it was like one of my wife's teachers. Oh shit! At some point, um, yeah. you know, I, Acme Comics was one of my first big nerd hangouts in Greensboro. Oh yeah, yeah. But like, I remember Acme when it was just the one side where the backstock is. <clears throat> no. Yeah. Like, it used to be just one side. Mm-hmm. Then I remember when they bought the other side. I remember when they knocked down the wall for the tunnel. And, like, now, I remember they used to have a, a building next to it that was, like, Acton Presents. Oh, sure. That you could get, like, you know, stuff from that from. Um, I've known Jermaine pretty much my whole life. He sold me my first Pokemon cards. Like, and they weren't Pokemon cards. They were Pocket Monster cards. Holy shit. Like, yeah. You lived here for a while. Oh, yeah. I've been here for a minute. How long? Uh, as long as I remember. Your whole life? Basically. Shit, dude. I've been here since I was, like, 20. The The first place that we lived was Durham, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, all over Greensboro. Yeah, man, yeah. But, but uh, I've always hung out all over Greensboro. Like, it was... This is the first time, like, now I live on the west side of Greensboro. I feel like I made it. Because, you know, like, this is... <laughs> Bro, I, I live, uh, next to the Friendly Center. I feel like I've made it. Well, that's... Yeah, Friendly Center's not... What? What? It's not that good? No, you're right down the road. Are the friendly center? This is... The, the road that you turned off of to get here was Friendly Avenue. It was Friendly Avenue. I said the Friendly Center, like the shopping center. Yeah, which is on Friendly Avenue. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... I yeah, that's a, right I down the road. I left and I was like, oh, it's One Direction, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Terrible band. Um, <laughs> But it's, you know, living on this side of town was always like... Because, you know, we lived in, I lived in the hood... Forever. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it just, like, over here it's like, yeah, but, the, you know, then I'm still, you know, I still wake up Sunday mornings while everybody's at church and, you know, blast gangster rap till 1030 because, you know, yeah. about that life, son. <laughs> Fucking, or, you know, whatever. So, uh, yeah. it's, we, but Acme, Acme was my first. So, I remember when they opened the Geek, um, and we'd go up there a lot. We went up there a lot for game night, and I played a yeah. lot of Magic up there. Geek was, geek was fun, man. I, I you know... I do miss it, but it's like, it, it, it's, it was so much work, so much work, and uh, I didn't really have much to show for it afterwards either, because that line of work running tournaments is uh, brutal, dude. People don't like you after a while. Oh, yeah, no. I, I'm actually friends, I'm friends with a guy, and we bonded over how much we were disliked. Like, <laughs> we, was, was, you know, we, that, that's just kind of how the scene was, but, you know, there's a lot of self-policing, but hey, you know. Yeah, but I mean, it, nobody likes anybody who's good at a thing. I guess, but like, I I made mistakes. I'm not gonna say I was fucking perfect the whole time, but yeah, I, yeah, I definitely made like a bunch of mistakes. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, a, as somebody who plays games, mm-hmm. like you're 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 not a you're definitely what you would refer to as an above average player. That's what I would refer to myself as. That's what I would refer to you as. I mean, yeah, but like, what the fuck is an above? I heard, I heard, uh, I didn't hear Andrew Tate say this, or his brother say this. He was saying, like, <coughs> he was saying, like, uh, I was playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and I was, like, 41 and 1 and 5. And he, and I looked at my brother, and I was like, dude, I'm 41 and 1 and 5. And his brother, his brother was like, okay, what's that fucking mean? At the end of the day, what the fuck, that fucking means nothing. You're not making any money, you know? But, like, I tried to make it into a career where I was making money. And, uh, that shit was fucking rough 
<laughs> Fucking yeah, rough. It's, I mean, I still keep up with Seasons on Destiny as they come out. And, uh, the week before the festival, I didn't yeah. play. The week of the NC festival, I didn't play. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've been taking off, but I'll play catch up on it. But you, so, you know, I know what it is to, like, try to stay current on a game, especially something massive. But, you so, know, like, to, to to become elite yeah. at that above all is another thing. But on the same go-round. It's go just round. being athletic. It's just yeah. being an athlete. It's, it's the same thing that we're trying to do. We're trying to be athletes in comedy where we're, we're writing 14 hours a day and performing seven of those hours, you know, like, or eight, eight of those hours. And then after that, there's like five, six more hours of writing or something. But like, I, I was looking, I was taking, um, I was looking at screenwriting courses and like the, I was just listening to stories from these like people, like people who wrote for like King of the Hill, those writers, they never stop writing. Like, if, like, when they're given, like, you have a week to write a script, a week, to write a triple A series script that has a story, and writing a story, it's fucking, dude, that's one of the fucking hardest things to do, like, ever, is to write a dialogue narrative story that encapsulates, like, character growth and development, and it hits on every modern topic and, and like, political thing going on, like, that's that's why South Park is so fucking awesome because it kind of like cracked the code on how to be political and like in the moment, like right away. Six days. Every six days. Yeah, every six days. It's just wild. And, uh, but video gaming can be like that. Like, I would play, I would go to work at like 10 in the morning. Go to work, get off at 7, and then I would play until 2 or 1. Um, just because I wanted to get really good at this one game, and that was Dota 2. Um, and I was cho- I was choosing between StarCraft, um, Wings of Liberty, or or Dota, and I was like, I just think I like the team element more, you know. Uh, but after a while, like, I learned all the developments of like how you get better at something, like how you you master the fundamentals and you move up to, you know, base level, and then you turn it into instincts where you're you're just acting off instincts, like how to move around the map. Uh, map awareness and shit and like uh, uh it just like i learned that you can't just work 10 hours a day or longer and then expect to always do that like and do really well like you're gonna you're gonna suffer performance later or your life just isn't gonna be together at all and that was the latter my life just was not together and that's i think the the importance of fucking like actually having an like because I was a kid I was a kid I don't know what the fuck I was doing actually having like a monetary like you need money to do those things you can't just go into it with like no money no you have to actually invest money and I wasn't working and I, I hadn't even worked a real job yet so uh, you could be good at the game but like unless you know how to like coordinate meetings find sponsors uh, you know and then actually win on top of that. That's also important. You actually have to win the tournament to show sponsors that you can do it because they won't pick you up unless you're actually winning because it's like, why, why am I even looking at you? Yeah. So I just realized like, oh, I didn't invest. Also, I'm eating things I'm allergic to. If I didn't invest, all, if I, I didn't invest anything monetarily and, you know, I, we were trying to get just like $100 for a coaching. We couldn't afford it. And, you know, you can't get better and improve if you're not being coached, I think, in some, in some capacity. Like, we take one-on-one classes and workshop classes because we're communicating with people who are also experienced. But comedy is just like this different 
environment. There you have like those people, you know, their their money might be that coach that coaching session. So they need that. So they won't they'll get some advice, but you won't get like you're gonna I'm gonna help you win a tournament advice unless you're doubling cash at it. Oh yeah. So, you know. Well I mean that's that's what makes comedy so unique because there's if if you have which I feel like the idiot box has cultivated a group of comics who all fuck with each other. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, the like they'll all rib each other, they're all poke fun at each other, but on the same go around we'll all help each other. Like if somebody seriously asks for notes and like looks you in the face and says, Really? Like, you will really tell them how you feel and they won't take it personally eight out of ten times, I feel. Um But it's all set out of everything's set out of respect, nothing's ever set out of malice. Mm-hmm. So like that's what makes at least in that thought, the stand-up aspect part of it, unique. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, playing, like, because, like, I play, I mean, like, I play all right. Like, I couldn't go pro. Like, now, if I buckled down and played like I played, like, during Modern Warfare 2 and Black Ops 1, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'd never, I'd never tell another joke again. Yeah, and that's the thing. I was just not happy. You know, at some point, I was like, you get tired of playing the game. And you go, this fucking sucks. Yeah. I've just been sitting here for 10 hours. And then you want to drink or smoke, and you're like, ah, fuck it. And then the next day, you don't practice it well, or, you know. And then, uh, dude, like, it's just so soul-crushing to do it, I feel like. But uh, comedy feels a bit different, because when you put a lot of time in a comedy, I heard, I heard, I think, I think Sam Merrill said this on the Rogue Gun podcast. He said, like, comics need to suffer to do this like, uh, we need to suffer to do this so, yeah, but suffer or be we need to be frustrated in the writing process frustrated in the writing process yeah. is fine like not, so I know it sounded like I was saying like you need to suffer to be funny <laughs> no, no 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 here's the thing I'm Buddhist so like when I say like, <coughs> Buddhism is based around the idea of suffering you know dukkha so like well I think dukkha is a cessation of suffering not the anyways we're gonna go fucking metaphysical but uh, I hope this isn't religious, by the way. No, 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 <laughs> okay, no, no, okay. no. But I'm cool with I'm. It's not that I'm not cool, but it's just like I just don't. My religious opinions usually set people off. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I I don't like it's like like I don't if, if people ask me I don't buy. No, yeah, I, I'm I'm open about that. Sometimes. But but but, it's, but on the same go around it's like uh, so like I the way I figured out the easiest way to explain mine to yeah. people was uh, they were like you know what's your opinions on and uh, I, I found I, and it was a meme I saw one time and it, it described me perfectly and it was like. I believe that uh, two gay men have the rights to defend their families in cannabis flower uh, with guns. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and if that that sets everybody off at the same go round. So that's I'm I'm fine with that. It's easier than saying you know that I'm just not the biggest proponent of anything. Yeah. But I, I don't shun anybody's anything, except maybe Scientologists. <laughs> <laughs> that was just that one bothers me. Yeah, it's yeah. Funny. and what? it's not even, huh? like well, I mean, I just can't get behind. It's like. So this guy wrote all these fiction novels. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Hundreds of them. But he didn't lie about this. <laughs> so so I wrote a... I remember I was writing a book at one point. Yeah. Did I tell you that? Yeah. So um, the reason why I started writing that book is because I was under so much stress from like over, being overworked that I was starting to get like grandiose thoughts. And I thought I was Jesus. But I, I fucking knew I wasn't. I was medicated in, in therapy. It's like, I fucking know I'm not Jesus, but the stories I was being told that I was Jesus in this world were so fascinating to me and so vivid because I was on Seroquel 
I wrote them down. I had to write them down. And I'm like, oh yeah, I can easily see someone just peddling this off as a religion. An easy religion they can make money off of. Because it was just like, I had like, it was like, it was like I had a history book open and I just pressed the switch and I could just see a movie and I could just write it. And it was like, what the fuck is going on? You know? And, uh... Now if only we could figure out a way to harness those powers for good. That's what I'm saying! <laughs> <laughs> no, but the Catholic Church is good. That's why I'm here to tell you. <laughs> I'm changing the Catholicism. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, we made it We made it a whole season without religion, guys. <laughs> you can edit it out. Steve Dalton, it's... I don't... I don't okay, okay. <laughs> I've uh there 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 been a couple times I've been asked uh to yeah. to edit some episodes but generally I try not to I so the original show you know it was me and a bunch of guys talking shit but I uh I'm not gonna I'm, I was gonna do my spiel I do at the end of the show people are gonna be like, is it ending this early and so, no uh, we'll do that later but mm-hmm. I uh I I like talking to people I like having conversations yeah man. and I feel like some of the magic in a conversation is when people get lost in the conversation. Yeah, dude. And everything that's happening around it. But on the same go around, you know, if somebody asks me, it's like, hey, you know, I said some things like in the heat of talking about some stuff and that doesn't necessarily represent myself as a human. Yeah. Sure. That I'll go out and that I'll go out and retouch because somebody asked me. Yeah. But now for the sake of me, there's nothing that comes out of my mouth that I've regretted on this show. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, in life, yeah, there was definitely Definitely a couple of people that maybe shouldn't have been like, yeah, well, fuck you two. You know? Yeah. But, uh, so for me, it's about the magic of the conversation. So, like, if somebody were to ask me afterwards, hey, I didn't really, uh, you know, that's not really what I say, or I just said this because we were talking about that, or, you know, this might affect my job, because I, I do have people on that have day jobs. Um, and they're like, you know, can we, can we maybe nix that one? I'm like, sure. <laughs> but for the most part... You know, like, what, you know what I want to say? I just can't say it. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Steven. Uh, dude, I got some... So, I want to start bringing dice around the club. Is it going to be fun? Like... Like, like shoot dice. Shoot, shoot some dice in the alley? What? Yeah, like, it's like some six-sided dice. We just go like, hey... We'll play like... We'll play like... um, We'll play... Uh, we can play blackjack with dice. They do it on GTA RP because they, they, they can't play cards. They have to roll numbers. So we can just get numbers and say, like, this is the ace, this is the jack, the king. And then we can just roll dice and be like... But there's not that me. many... There, there's, not, there's not that many combinations. There is. So, like, so you, can, you can just make up... An, uh, so, like, I have every dice needed for D&D. So you would have enough combinations there. To, but there's only 12... So you could add a third dice and it'll be 18 and you can add a D4. Okay, okay, well you're talking about adding... I was about to say, if you shuffle, like... I mean, like, I've got a bag full of D20. Fuck, yeah. You know what, fuck this. He said, I'm gonna show up with dice. <laughs> I don't get to do this often. But wouldn't that be fun just to roll some dice with some comics and just shoot, shoot the shit? Oh, fuck, he's pouring out a black bag. All these random bleed beads. <laughs> They're clean. You hear about that chess player? These are nice dice. These are fucking huge, though, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, you hear about that chess player that was, uh, uh, what's it called? He, he was accused of cheating using using anal dildos, anal beads, to send him messages. Playing chess? Playing chess, yeah. 
I was like Han something, Han, Han something. He was playing against the best player in the world, Magnus Carlsen. And Magnus got up and left and said the guy was cheating over the board somehow. We well, didn't say it explicitly, but he made the, he made the, the, like, by not saying something, he said something pretty much. Yeah. And he pretty much was like, yeah, this guy is playing too good for his rating. Mm. And he, he withdrew from the tournament. That's gnarly. Yeah. I have, yeah, this is, you can tell which ones came from Magic because they've got, instead of a 20 for their crit, they actually have a Magic Gathering symbol from whatever the set oh, they're from. Oh, right, right. Like, these are from Caldheim, I believe. Yes. Yeah, they're from Caldheim. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's, at the bottom of this bag, like a like a peasant, uh, just regular. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. yeah. Wait, what do you think? Is it a good idea? Is it bad? I mean, like, we could, I don't, I feel like, I feel like a lot of people going to get their feelings hurt. Because there's some people that are just really good at rolling dice. Oh, that's true. Some people can practice that. Yeah. So, like, it, we might, somebody going to end up broke. I ain't playing with y'all. Y'all don't roll whatever y'all, I'm going to be can like. Play, we can get Monopoly money. Or, or quarters. But where's the fun in that? It's just it's still gambling, but it's like backyard. Like, what's the point of gambling in GTRP? There's there's not, I feel like, I feel like at some point, well, we can't because, like, yo, I bet. I, when Jenny's going to shut it down or something? No, I bet money, Jenny makes more money than anybody else. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I didn't think of that. We can't do it. We can't yeah. do it. Jenny's got, a, Jenny's got a problem. She's got a big problem. Oh, I can't even say this. Fuck, edit this out. Edit that out, please. Like, you can't say that. Jenny's in Vegas right now. <laughs> okay, but I don't want to get in trouble with her. She doesn't listen to my show. You told me before I came she, on. She might listen to it. She might. Oh, she might. No. She might. I'll bleep it out. Okay. I'll think about it. Yeah, no, no, you're good. But, like, I just don't want her to be like, you fucking... <laughs> we all know Jenny like she, 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 um, she came up to me one day and she was like, who did you talk to? And I was like, I, 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 don't, I don't know, I don't know. She's like, did you mention my name somewhere? Who the fuck did you talk to? And I was like, I, this photographer? And she's like, okay, making sure. Because she came by or she messaged me and said, thanks, you know, for the referral or something. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Ah. Yeah, maybe give her a heads up if you're going to do that. I, uh, I, I... I didn't know... Okay, yeah, I, I should probably should have said Well, that. I actually... Well, like, I try to... So, like, when I started talking about the box on here, I was like, do you mind? And she was like, we're well, not, like, shaming or anything. I was like, no, I just say it's where I like to do comedy, that they do live shows and teach classes and, you know, open mics are on this day. Yeah. And so that, you know... Because it, that, that's home for me, man. Um, so I'm going to promote that place till I die. I mean, like, I even... Yeah. I even, uh, on some episodes, if I can remember, because sometimes it skips my head because uh, I'll get so into it, I even be like, you know, hey, if you're in Winston-Salem on Mondays, Monster K does an open mic, and they have shows all the time because, you know, I like the place. If I like your place, I'll talk about your spot. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if you have a trash-ass spot, I just won't talk about the spot at all because, like, why put more hate into the world? You know, if somebody asks me why I don't talk about, you know, why I don't talk about their spot, I'll be like, well, I haven't been there or, you know, maybe the experience was odd, but I'd rather, you know, no press is good press. No news is good news. Yeah. As opposed to somebody sitting here and being like, dicks. Well, like, why? You know, why, why blow something up for no reason? There's too much hostility in the world. That's yeah. just like, I know there's, I know there's got to be comics out there that'd be like, oh, here's that Tony guy. Fuck him. I'm sure. Dude, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> I'm just not gonna say it. <laughs> you gotta stop, Tony. You got a problem, dude. <laughs> Where's the bathroom? Where's your bathroom? Right now? It's gonna be. Yeah, it's 
Hey, uh, we're going to take a break real quick. <laughs> Listen to the commercial. We'll be back in a sec. So as we return uh, to the folds of everything, it's, um, like I was saying earlier, it's really cool to see out and about, you know, yeah. again. Um, I know you probably, you've got like a different, I think you probably, uh, I'm not saying you reinvent your process every time I see you, but I feel like your your process is constantly evolving. I just hate, like that was my thing about video game and improvement. Like I knew if I stayed on a plateau, I would stay there. And I never, I never push off that plateau unless I do something different. Because if I'm always just doing the same thing, I just, I'm, I'm, some, I'm someone who gets complacent really easily. Like, really fast. So I know, I just know that about myself. So any time I go, like, anytime I get, I get the okay from the audience, because that's who you're talking to. From the, and, and I do comedy so much in one place. Whenever I get that, that, like, we've heard this a lot from, like, an audience, I just know to move on to, to more material. And I think that's uh, I think that's why stand up some stand ups love to get addicted kind of to the special rhythm of like here's material here's recording it we'll move on to the next thing because that's fun to just write new jokes you know that's what we love to do we love uh, I think we, I just love the creative process so much I I, just I love it I do too I branched out more so uh, I've I've been writing way 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 more. Um, I just got my first sketch back. Um, nice, man. It's actually all right now. It's all nice and formatted. And From who? Uh, Antonio? I, yeah, Antonio. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah Antonio. Uh, I sent him my sketch, and uh, we, we revised it a couple times, and he made it look pretty and sent it back. So Have I ever, have I ever run, run by you my sketches? I think you've read a couple. Did I read you the P one? No. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I found it. So it's like where it's like family feud. They, they're trying to guess what I can eat. One answer. Yeah, yeah, the peas. Yeah. So I realized it didn't have an end, and I was explaining it to somebody, and I was like, "Oh wait!" And so I went and saw um, those that uh, the Asian dude and the short Lord Farquaad looking dude at the festival. You know what I'm talking about? TV unscripted. Yeah, those guys. TV and Lord Farquaad. <laughs> what? I mean, come on. He's like what, like five six? He has like. The jawline and sparkling. Run, run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. You're, You're a monster. monster. <laughs> I'm not the monster here. You are. You and the rest of that fairy tale trash poisoning my perfect world. He crumbles cookie in the background. Now tell me, where are the others? Eat me. I could do that whole scene. Um, sure, that's good. No, because there's a dude. This is good content. There's a dude on Facebook. Not Facebook. Fucking YouTube. What am I saying? Doing YouTube. He probably has a Facebook as well, yeah, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, probably. To be fair. I mean, everybody's on Facebook, though, so it's kind of... But uh, he was on YouTube. He's, like, uh, uh, he's an Asian dude. He's a little chubby. Um, and he does, he does, uh, he does, like, little sketches, little skits. And he's, he wears glasses. I can't fucking remember his name. But, uh, he, he does, he does this bit where he, he says, I can just, I can read every scene from Peter Pan, the, the cartoon Disney thing. And he just does it. He does it like before it happens, and he explains the scenes and like uh, he'll be like, and there's a uh, there's a crash into wall, spinning eyes going crazy, and three, two, one, bam! And it's like what the fuck? I can do. If you were to put Aladdin on right now, Disney's Aladdin oh, on nice. on mute. Yeah. I mean, I can. I'm talking count it in. From the beats of the music, and I would challenge you to unmute it at almost any time while we were watching it, and I would be within half a second of of the movie the entire time, line for line, the whole thing. Yeah, 
What's your What's your creative process? How do you get things going? Oh, dude, it. I mean, there's. So I'm I'm sad a lot of the time, Stephen. Oh, okay. Um, no, uh, it's. I've moved past that, man. I'm like. Like I've got I've been, I was so sad it like inverted on itself. That's what happened to me. Yo, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. That's a terrible way to get there, but like, that's it, awesome. It's like, it's like when infinite goes like too far, and like and it breaks. Yeah. That's what happened? Yeah. But no, I so I, as far as joke writing goes, yeah. uh, I have a thought, and once I have said thought, it goes into one <laughs> notebook that I have, the uh, little Naruto notebook that looks like Make Out Paradise, and I'll write down the entire thought there. Dog, I'm telling you, man, guys gotta learn. Um, <laughs> yeah, come on. Then. But uh, then uh, it'll it'll all get. So it just like funny thoughts will turn into funny premises, but now I've I've become more like I, I'll focus on one joke. Before it was I wrote down, and I'll still write down if I have a funny thought it'll go on a page somewhere. Yeah. Like I've got two comp books that are literally just circles around thoughts that could be jokes, that could be sketches, that could be skits, that could be nothing, you know. Yeah. Um, but then there's there's other notebooks like that one, that one, that one, uh, that have more full fledged ideas in them. And I try to spend more time focusing on like one or two jokes at a time or one idea at a time. Um, and even if my mind still wanders, I can pull that one thought out of my mind, kind of like a, a pensieve, as it were. That's a Harry Potter reference. Um, oh, okay. Uh, that was, I'm proud of that. I use that one properly too. One, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, as a pensieve, as it were, he mimes pulling the memory out of his head with nothing in his hand. Um, and so I'm, I'm staged. I'm giving stage direction for the rest of my movements for the yeah. rest of this show. Yeah. Fuck it. Um, he looks at phone. Um, so yeah, I was I was gonna show you my my process. So like, this is what I wrote last night and today. Okay. Um, so I wrote watch till the end, and and then I had the end had me, uh, and I was like, I was like, I got four years left. I'm not watching till the end. That's the, that's the premise, right? You can see how it's not a joke yet. But then I just think about that. I just go, like, oh, not the end, not the end. Watch till the end. I'm not, you know, and I just, I keep just thinking about, like, how could I make that? Because what I'm talking to is, like, oh, yeah, although I, I was watching a video the other day, like, on TikTok, and it was like, watch till the end, the end had me dead. It's like, why would I stick around if I'm going to die? You know, like, yeah. it's going to take 40 years for this cat to fall off a ledge. Like, show me the cat fall. It's funny, you know, like, um, uh, but that's just one idea. Uh, and, and like, there's a lot of these I write, and I go, it's not gonna work. I can't make that work right now. But you know, I keep it for later. Um, this is Google Keeps. I tag it on my phone, premise. And then I tag it, I'll tag like, if I write topic, I write down topic. Because if it doesn't make you laugh, or something like my girlfriend laugh, or somebody else, I just go, it's not there yet. So I, 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 I put it away in the file cabinet. And then when, I'm, when I'm, I have a dry day, or I'm like, ah, I just can't think of anything funny today, or I'm, I'm tired, I'll pull out the list, the, the, all the, I'll go through premises, and I'll be like, um, okay, why is it? What's missing in this? Is it missing contrast, compression, clarity? What's wrong? Like, why isn't this working? What is this actually? What kind of joke is this? Is this an understatement? What could I make it like? Let me, write, let me write an understatement joke, and I'll just be like, what could this be? How could this be downplayed or uplayed? Or, and I just think of the, the different angles, and then I, uh, I give it like a thought, or like I give it like a, like what kind? I, I put myself into like a, a silly mood, or like a angry mood, or whatever mood I'm in. I'm just like. Uh, you know, because that's where writing comes from. It's like putting yourself in those states, like those writing states, like like the two sides of the same coin idea until you get to something deep. Like the best time to write about being vulnerable is like when you're super fucking vulnerable to the point you're about to cry because that's where real things come out. Um, 
So, yeah, I just get myself a little goofy. You know, I might run around like a kid or something. Um, but uh, I was wrote this. Uh, I was told that when I was a kid, I was told that sperm looks like tiny tadpoles, and uh, you know, by some high schoolers. So I thought that that when you came, there would be like these things wriggling out of you. And just like the idea of like fucking tadpole sized sperm coming out of your dick. So, so that could that could be funny. Yeah, it's like fucking weird looking. And then just being like, because usually when the jokes come to me, it's just backwards. It's always like there's a punchline there somewhere, but I haven't found it yet. And usually I find it on stage. Because I just go like, oh, I'm on stage with it, I gotta say it. And I'll say it for a few weeks and then I'll and like riffing with people and riffing with the crowd and seeing their reactions and being like, that's fucking weird. Why is that weird? Oh, because of X, this, Y, Z, yeah. Yeah, and then just talking about that uncomfortableness or if I get like an ah or ooh, then usually it's not gonna work. Do you spend time consuming comedy? I listen I listen well? to YouTube like eight hours a day. Just watching funny things. Anything that I find entertaining and funny, I'm just constantly consuming it. If I'm working, I have a podcast on. You know, I'm listening to Rogan or I'm listening to uh, Two Bears, One Cave, Trash Tuesday, um, Bad Friends. Uh, Bad Friends. I, yeah, so Dr. Drew, Dr. Your Mom's House. I'm, I, I've listened to probably 200 episodes of Your Mom's House. I've, I've listened to every episode of Two Bears since uh, yeah, Two yeah, Bears has come out. Um, every episode of Bad Friends, every episode of Trash Tuesday. I haven't listened to every episode of Bad Friends. Um, and then I've listened to every episode of Daddy Brown show since it's been I, out. I, I tried to get into that. Yo, dude. It's, so, it's, it's good. I just couldn't get into it. It's well, just I just, kind of, I just yeah. like Danny Brown because he talks about like hip hop lore. You yeah, know? So, yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, hearing Danny Brown talk about like actual hip hop being Danny Brown is yeah. crazy to me. Because I, I, I don't know who Danny Brown really is. I just know he had a podcast from them and I was like, let me check it out. He, he's, he's a, he's insane is what he is. He is fucking insane. Um, he's, he's, he's like, he reminds me of myself. He, if I had money, like, dude, that's he, what I would do. I'd be fucking crazy. Yeah, he's more like you if you were a villain, bro. Like, <laughs> Dan- <laughs> and it's not that Danny Brown's intentionally a villain. He's just like, well, this is what I rolled yeah. in life. And fucking yeah. Like when he talked about how to like smoke in a hotel room, I was like, this fucking guy is fucking wild. Yo, Danny Brown has like got has gotten on like federal transatlantic flights <laughs> Yo, and unhooked know? smoke detectors in yeah. fucking. <laughs> Do you know you could? Uh, Yeah, dude, dude, dude. I don't know if I gotta go do. Oh no, you gotta, you gotta. It's, it's a, it's, a, it's a nectar collector, man. You gotta, you gotta okay, okay, okay. freaking breathe. Electronic smokables, uh, children. Electronic um, smokables. Uh, we were talking about Danny Brown and how he uh, uh smoked on the plane. Yeah, smoked on a plane. Fucking long. Oh, he was talking about how you can get away with like. It'll it'll come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I've, I really like Tom's probably. Dude, Tom Segura. Tom's probably my favorite right now. Yeah, probably. Um, I mean, stand up wise, I'm like he's got good stand up, but like just person wise, like his personality, I just like I like. He's. I like it more than Christina. I think Christina's hilarious. Dude, Christina's fucking awesome. Did you watch uh, her special on Netflix? Uh, no, I haven't seen it yet. You should first of I all need to watch it. When she first walks out, you don't realize it's her. Like oh. if you didn't know it was her, why? Is she got skinny? No, she's she's just she has her hair done. She's wearing like this freaking. I'll I'll show you a photo, yeah. sir. 
because it is uh it is quite quite interesting to say the least <laughs> uh, let's see and then I, I also wrote going back to the whole premise thing or joke thing I also wrote going up to people and whispering the entire Goku power up scene from the blue series just <laughs> <laughs> verbatim that entire scene <laughs> that's funny Let's see. Uh, you can tell I watch a lot of comedy. Yeah. I don't. I don't listen to much stand up because I, I have a problem paying attention to it, and I just I've seen I've been watching stand up on TV for so long since I was like, you know when 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 I could watch Comedy Central that's what I would watch with my family, um, and Comedy Death Jam like, I've just seen so much stand up and just like I get it. But live, live stand-up's different. I'm really appreciating the live stand-up now. I probably, and this is no lie, mm-hmm. um, for those of you who want to know what Tony's up to in his free time, um, if I'm writing, there's a comedy special on in the background. Mm-hmm. So there's at least 14 hours a week, bare minimum, that there's comedy rolling on this TV. I write better when I'm hearing people shoot the shit like on a podcast than I do... So, or people talking about comedy and like a, and breaking it down analytically. I write better that way than I do listening to stand-up. So listening to Joey, yes. Yeah. If I'm listening to Joey, that works. Yeah. But like, I can't do it when I'm listening to like Protect Our Parks. Because I, I have to, I have to, I have to listen to that. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't write during Protect Our Parks. I think I would write like during YMH or during, uh, definitely during YMH. Um, or, uh, Yo. there was this, um, this, there was this comedy podcast where it was called uh, Let's Talk About Sets, where they would break down. Yes, that yes. That was fucking amazing. I've, heard, I've listened to that. It's actually on my Spotify. It's fucking amazing. Uh, let's see. I just work a job where I can just listen to stuff for eight hours a day. Well, I, so, with, so that's with, all I do. With working, to where I, with working where I do, you know, being on the saw all day, I can just, you yeah. know, it's, it's literally all, all, yeah. Oh, my God. I don't, need to watch this. It's. I'm pretty sure I'm allowed to play oh, a trailer. Watching the comedy trailer. So anyway, I fell down the stairs. Let's put it on. Getting to my baby in her. Because it's. I, I don't own oh, this. Put the subtitles on. But look at look at that woman. That does not look like Christina. Well, she's wearing. That's honestly one of the best outfits I've ever seen for a woman stand up. But Jesus Christ, why am I talking about what she's wearing? She's fucking funny. It's well that, that it, it reminds me of uh, Eddie Murphy. It was it's 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 really really strong eighties vibes. Yeah, was was the whole thing in the special. Dude, um, 80s, 80s, 80s comedy. So so I'm wild. always watching comedy. Um, I write a butt ton during the forty plus hours a week the anime's on my TV. Really? Um, yeah, bare minimum. I can't watch regular shows anymore. Uh, it's it's all it's literally anime, comedy or movies. I don't I don't have a singular. Well, okay, so House of Dragon. I'm watching that right now. Yeah. But I don't have anything that I consume. That's not anime or comedy. Hmm. I will watch Brooklyn Nine Nine, but I, I feel like that's comedy. I watch Game Grumps, but I still feel like that's like comedy. Game Grumps is comedy. Yeah. I mean, like, I still watch Game Nights, which is a Magic the Gathering thing, but okay. I'm watching people. So I will watch people I, play Magic. I'll watch people play Smash Brothers. Yeah. I'll watch people play Magic. Yeah. I'll watch people, like, have, like, you know, I guess I guess you'd call Grand Line Review Liam's show uh, yeah. about Wood Piece. I guess you'd call it, like, a vlog. Mm-hmm. 
If Marvel's on, I'm watching Marvel. I have to. Yeah. If Marvel 3 is on, I have to watch Marvel 3. Yeah. Or Marvel 2. It's just one of those things. If I, if I know, if I find out, like, Evo's happening, I'm gonna watch the 30 tournament, you know, side. Yeah, <laughs> side just like... Of Marvel. <laughs> Who, what's happening? Let's go! Yeah. Uh. They got Yipes in commentary, dude? I'm there. Like, I have to watch it. But, uh... Yeah, man. Comedy... Comedy's so cool, because, like... I just knew really young I could do this. I could I could try it out. Um, I just don't I just don't feel like I'm funny yet. That's like in my head like all the time. I just don't feel like I'm. I've seen you be funny though. I just don't feel like I'm undeniably funny. I've watched you be funny. Yo, undeniable is so that's so yeah. here's 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 one thing I will say. So this this is my first festival, um, and it was amazing. Uh, you know, last year I was gonna be there, but you know, dying in the hospital. Oh, right, that happened, like... Yeah! Wow, it's the university, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dude, I couldn't... Yeah, if I had gone to a festival and you weren't there getting high with me, I don't think I could have fucking done it. If I, if I was, like... Because that's the first person I would... You were the first person I'd be like, I'm gonna fucking talk to Tony after a set. You know? I'm like, I'm gonna, what the fuck? Where the fuck's Tony at? That's what I would do. So, like... Yeah, man. Probably just were left right after shows some of the time. Dude, I, I, I was... I literally showed up Friday, the first day, at, like... Two thirty, yeah, and I was there every day. Every I showed up. I think I missed Monday, Tuesday, because I had to work. But then I was, I, had, I, I had to work more days of the week, and I showed up after work because the whole reason why I got that job where is to do comp, do comp, job there was to do comedy, because like, the manager when I when I met him, I was he was like you know we're we're meeting each other, he's like well what do you do and like what do you doing your free time I guess and I was just like I do stand up and improv and I would love to have this job so I could do that you know I need and he, I was like I need Sundays off because I have to perform uh, on those days sometimes that's their busiest day and they give it me they give it off for me and because the manager is friends with Evan Williams and came out to the show he was like I got you and I was and I and I got the job I think because of that because he's such a cool ass dude hell yeah um and the man even like the owner I met the owner because it's a small mom-pop shop. The owner was like, yeah, man, so you're going to be doing comedy doing this? And I was like, how do you fucking know that? <laughs> you know? I, uh, I, uh, they, le- they let me leave work all week next week, and our, like, our, 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 our president of the company was like, oh, well, why don't you leave early every day this week? They were like, oh, the comedy festival was it. And he was like, oh, yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. I hope you had fun. I was like, <laughs> you're like, yeah. It was, uh, God, I was dead at work for, yo, last week Dude, it was. That was rough. My sinus, uh, my sinus has flipped on me. Yeah. Because of weather change, which oh, happens man. to be every year, yeah. every year around this time, and it just I was so exhausted too at the same time. So like I walked into work Monday and I was like, "Hey, everybody!" And they were oh, like, "What's man. wrong with you?" That's why. That's why I quit smoking, uh, weed so much because it it would mess up my nose and my uh, I'd get like a sinus infection or something. The 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 the, the, the I I now last week I barely spoke at all. Uh, which is, I know some of my viewers are like, shocking uh, viewers, because they're watching this audio stream. <laughs> Listeners. Um, I, like the, I like the look at the waveforms. Yeah. Watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Windows Media Player, I'll watch the fuck out of it, boy. Bro, look at these red. Let's go yellow. <laughs> Yo. Green. Oh, we're in a 3D maze. Oh, is that a star powder powder? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that kind of weed, Steven. There isn't an <laughs> echo. <laughs> That's just him. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen a Dr. Disrespect? Yes. That dude's fucking, he's still a character. He's still, 
I can't believe he got fucking canceled. <laughs> I can. Someone like Doctor Disrespect. He's a video game player, and they fucking canceled him. He 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 just represents video games. I I love it. I love the, how many times he was like, "All right, I'm gonna take off my glasses," and under his glasses would be more, more, more glasses. glasses. <laughs> Dude, was, I at one point questioned whether he was a real human or not. Me too. I thought he was like a bot, like yeah. an android they built or something. Yeah. Maybe, but that dude's like it's so funny. I think I think that's that's the reason why we think it because it's so funny. It's like there's a guy that's six four with a fucking thick ass mustache playing video games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you just... with a power mullet? Yeah, just like do anything else, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> you'll be good at it. <laughs> Go drive your Trans Am and beat your wife. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, that's too much. I didn't mean that. Yeah. I didn't mean any of that. Oh fuck, dude. So you're. I'm. I'm assuming you're coming back around now. Yeah, I am. That's that's the plan. The the plan was that uh, I could no longer hang out with my girlfriend every day and just get out of the house because uh, she look don't move in. That that was the lesson I've learned is just don't move in because I I, I mean it's not I could have just seen her once a week. You know, I realized I what I what I failed to realize was like I didn't plan long term. I was like. Alright, well, I want to keep my girlfriend, but I want to do comedy. But, I didn't see that if I was successful doing comedy, and I was touring, or going places, I'd only see her once every two weeks. Um, but I guess I kind of did, because she said she didn't want somebody that was doing that, in a sense. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm back, and I'm happy to be back doing this, but uh, uh, girlfriend issues are going to be prevalent i think yeah. dude so i i just did she call the cops on you did she really call the cops oh on yeah you? she definitely called the cops on oh me. my god steven you should have seen that set man that was a funny set i hate the fact that i missed that set that was a fun set um uh yeah so yeah she called the cops on me it was like, I've been arrested in Greensboro, or detained in Greensboro before this. I know how to act. You know, you just fucking keep your hands up, don't do anything stupid, don't don't move, you know, identify yourself right away, you know. Uh, but, so I got body, I, I have to go to court to get the body cam footage. That's going to be a fucking fun asset, I think. I want to do, like, a Kill Tony show here, man. Just, like, a fucking just video yeah. on table at the stages and I can just throw videos of shit I find because that's what I do. I love curating fucking funny ass videos. Anyways. Um, yeah, kill, we'll, 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 we'll definitely talk about that because I've got, I've got some stuff that works for a live version of this Yeah, and I might, I might give you a segment. I could I could handle correspondence. Yeah, Bender's, Bender's offered me a, like a segment of like, of like that kind of stuff too. But like, um, <clears throat> I was at, uh, oh shit. So yeah, the cops were called, detained, domestic, whatever. Uh, That's okay. They're just like who I just, are, I, I, who just, are I, just you? I just I just want to point out I just want to point out something real quick. I just, I just want to point out Let's something go, really really quick. Running the body cam. What's up? You can't say. <laughs> domestic whatever like it's that's well, that's that's a domestic call whenever it's between whenever it's a civil thing or whenever it goes so it's a gray area like there's civil stuff and then there's criminal stuff it's like in the middle it's like it's not been either one um but like because i was a resident there she couldn't kick me out so there was nothing they could do lawfully to stop me from getting into the house 
but they said that any damage I caused could be, you know, I could get a warrant against me and, and I have to pay a fine. But I would not be charged criminally with anything. So, you know, like, I could monkey fist the door and get in there, but like, I just slept on Bender's couch. So, but, uh, so what was funny is that during my set, when I was like, hey guys, I'm homeless, 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 anybody got a place I can stay? Because I just got detained by the police by my girlfriend, you know? Um, and so I go, it was like really, really awkward, and I'm just rambling, and I go, wait, hold on a second. Uh, before before uh, uh, I go any further, I know it's kind of weird, because I can feel the tension. Because no one was laughing, everybody was quiet, and just kind of like, yeah, because around. everybody, everybody's like, what? <laughs> what? Is that, is that a joke, or is that real? And I was like, this is fucking real. Motherfucker, this is about to be a funny night. Are right, you about to go into so? Uh, <laughs> uh, then I go. So where where I really was? So before this, let's see. Let's go back a second. Let's, let's see how this started. Before this, I was uh, I was hanging out with Trundy's aunt, and, uh, and Trundy, now missing the beat, goes, "Did you fuck my aunt, Steven? <laughs> to the way, to the way of my fucking aunt." <laughs> <coughs> Was this in the daytime, Mike, during the festival? This is, this is like a midnight. This is midnight. That was like the second to last concert to go up. <coughs> I, mean, I went outside and talked to you like right away. I was at every midnight, Mike. You were outside. Oh, it must have been the night when we were doing two bikes and only did one. Yeah. Why? Why, God? Why? Yeah. So, uh, uh, that was really fun. Because uh, then I was like, I got my next like 10 minutes, you know, I got five on the video. I could probably do 15 on that video, dude. That'd be a fucking funny video to riff on with Eric. Uh, <laughs> and Jenny? <laughs> I, I'm just, when, so he, here's how I heard. Yeah. Because the, the, the way it happened for me and the way things unfolded for me was literally like, Steven slept on our couch last night. And I'm like, did Steven, was Steven too drunk to get home? Steven couldn't go home. And I was like, what? Who said that? Bender said that. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, what do you mean he couldn't go home? And they were like, yo, we don't know what happened. And like, I think JD was in earshot too. Cause like, I remember looking back and looking at him and he was like, what? And it was, dude, I was, and for a brief moment I was like, oh, we fucked up. Oh, we fucked up. Oh, we all fucked up. No, <laughs> no, it wasn't any of y'all. I was literally was. She texted me. She was like, it was like eight fifty-seven. I was still working the door at the. I was still volunteering at the Carolina Theater. Pokey texted me to come pick her up to take her home, and she was, you know, giving me money to drive her home. And I was like, I, I was broke. I was so broke. I would have to work. I would have to work one of those days, because I was in between jobs. Like I just quit Walmart, and I was like, I'm not. And we went on vacation. So I didn't have any money at all. I have money now. Like, I just needed that one paycheck. Um, so I'm like, yeah, I fucking need to drive her home. My girlfriend then, all, at the same time, texts me like, hey, I want to go to sleep without you waking me up coming home late. So either come home now or, you know, stay with a friend or um, or your grandma. And I was like, I don't want to fucking sleep there because my grandma has a dog and she sprays her house with fucking cleaners and it just fucks me up to no end. So... I just try to go, you know, go into the house. And I know, so I get there, I'm knocking, she doesn't let me in. So I call my mom, or I, I text my mom, like, what do I do? She's like, cops can't do anything. Try to try a window. So I got a ladder and 
like, I made a lot of noise because I was like, wake the fuck up, let me in, and she just she called the cops. So, uh, that's just my life, dude. But I, hey, you know, uh, I was, she I called me like an hour later, I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. You need to take responsibility too. <laughs> <laughs> what a deflecting ass statement to make. She's like, come on, Steven, get over it. Just come back. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Hey, man, everybody loves them from Steven Cedric, by God, I swear. Jesus Christ, man. Okay, so I, I gotta I gotta break some some stuff, alright? So, I realize why I have a big penis. I realize why it's so big. Oh, God. My mom, I was gonna be premature, I was gonna be born at like three months, but she had to take progesterone. Progesterone? And that can make, you know, that can make your dick bigger, right? So, like, it's not that much bigger than a normal size. So I was probably packing pretty small. Just to let everybody know, like, I'm not some fucking... I'm just a little girthy, all right? That's all I'm saying, okay? But, yeah, anyways. You can edit that out. I don't care. No, no, that, <laughs> that's out there, bud. That's, that's just gonna... I just have to live with that now. I can win the rest of my life. Not knowing the fact that Steven's built like a cheese wheel, but... It's because they're more round than they are long, you see. Yeah. That's yeah. a girth joke. Well, I saw this video. It was like, it was a TikTok video. It was like, a, it was like a dick doctor or whatever. And he was like, this is the normal size of a regular pickle. And he shows up like something. But the second one that he showed that was like the well-endowed man was a toilet paper, toilet paper roll. And that was well-endowed. And I'm like twice the fucking size of that. Once again. On like an average day. And then like, what the fuck is this? That's fucking... What? You don't understand, dude. I grew up my whole life watching porn. So every dick I saw was just this fucking gigantic monstrosity. I'm like, I guess I'm average. You know? I don't go around looking at dicks. We were taught not to. How do you know? So. I feel like... I feel like at some point somebody would have told you. So I didn't know until my sister told me. And that's because she spread a rumor. What? No, 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 no. Here's what happened. It came back to me. It came back to me. Because it was like... Uh, I would go to school and I heard a rumor that someone told me I had a big dick. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And my sister spread it around. Because, you know, girls talk in the bathroom. They'd go, we have a brother? You know, and then eventually they get higher some shit. And they go, how big is his dick? And she'd be like, yeah, it's pretty fucking big. Because she'd have to wake me up in the morning to go to school. And she'd go, yeah, sometimes you just accidentally see shit. Like, he's accidentally seen my boobs. Like, that shit happens. So, like, uh, I was like... It just got to the point in high school where I was like, do these women want to fuck me or do they just want to see my dick? <laughs> but, like, I never got laid in high school. But, it, but like, I was a dick, dude. I was an asshole. But, but uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh. Oh, dear, sweet Jewish God. Christian God. Yeah. Buddha. Whoever be. Help me. I can't. I am flabbergasted right now. I would kill to have... There's like four comics I need right now. There's four specific comics I need, and none of them are here. <laughs> and I don't have a way to magic them here. Whew. Yeah. Learning things about people on the sidewalk crew today, ladies and gentlemen. I have a crazy life, man. Yeah, dude, it's... I thought... I thought mine was interesting, but I just... I, I mean, like... Who gives a shit about drugs and overdoses? This is, this is television. Yeah, man. I. Uh, God, your your FX show is gonna be so great. 
My FX show? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it'll it'll be on FX. It can't air on Fox. Oh, yeah, you're right. It'll be HBO? FX. HBO, I think, could do it. Nah, nah, you can't do it on HBO either. That's, you can give yourself too much there now, buddy. <laughs> fucking. No, FX, FX sounds better. Do, yeah, I was like, don't fly too close to the fucking I sun, know, Icarus. I didn't know. <laughs> no, yeah, HBO's fucking curb your enthusiasm. It would take a really good set of people. And I, I'm not just talking, like... I'm not just talking, like, actors and actresses and producers, directors. I'm talking, like... <laughs> The grip on the show, the grip on the show too would be so important. I think for for a show I was on or was doing, like everybody around me influences me so much, and like I I'm the type of person that I was at a I was at a comedy festival and I wanted to drive Pokey home instead because she was fucking funny. So I'd rather hang around somebody that's funny than boring, even if they're a millionaire. Like if you're fucking boring and you're I don't I want to be around the funny person even if they're just you know nine to fiver. That, that's, I've always been like that. Yeah, I mean, like, I'd, I'd rather hang around with people who are fun to talk. That's why I hang out with the people I hang out with. Right, exactly. You know, that's yeah. it's me. You can catch me in the same group of com- it's, and it's not that we there's there's like seven of us that just always find each other, yeah. And because that's the conversation pool that we're down for, yeah. consistently. But I'll talk to anybody. Just you know, if you keep my attention, that's cool. If you lose it, you'll know because I will yeah. probably look up and walk away. You know, it's been a whole week since I've smoked a cigarette. Good shit, man. How do you feel? I want a fucking cigarette. Oh, um, me too. I quit. Too. I quit. I used to smoke for two years. I uh, so. I've I've smoked cigarettes more than I I realized. So Steve Lesser uh, was telling me about his mom and uh, some of the complications that she's had from it and how crazy it is with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was at that point that I did the math and I realized that I have smoked longer than I have not smoked. Yeah, that's scary. That's fucking scary, dude. And I was like, huh. Because, like, I started smoking when I was, like, 13. I'm 31. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, ah, death. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to keep it rolling this time okay. for, uh, for, for perspective. Um, Jesus Christ, gentlemen. Um, y'all... It's so it's 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 shows like this that are really really cool uh to me because you just you just find out so much about about your peers and your friends and the people around you and uh Jesus fucking Christ <laughs> I um I think Stephen was one of the first people I talked to too when I started doing comedy I feel like Stephen was um, and it's really cool to finally have him on the podcast. I just can't. Like, that's just a lot. A lot of information. Um. Huh. I will say though that uh that festival was uh was awesome. Um, and uh, I'm going to talk, I'm going to spend so much time talking about that festival. I'll take this time to let y'all know. Um, we have a Patreon coming up. Um, once we get the Patreon fully on, I'll link everything to here, but that's where you're able to listen to, uh, the finale for season one. Um, I think all of my season finales, uh, are going to be two parters. I'll have one that's like, a, a, a part one of a season finale that'll be on here. And then a part two that we'll do, that'll be just be on Patreon. Um, that way we can just, you know, 
a company more of an embodying thing, and that way we can do stuff for that. Through Patreon, you'll be able to support the show, so keep your eye out for that. Uh, there'll be two tiers right now. Uh, one will give you access to gated content, and the other one will give you a chance to actually participate in some polls that we have coming up. Um, and all that jazz. Uh, what if I just said the letter B like 2,000 times in a row? What if I just like B? B. Did you just have this thought? B. B. Well, if you can make it without somebody who's like, if if you find a group of mentally stable people, you might be fine. But like, eventually, eventually around the, eventually around the, you know, the the thirtieth B, yeah, I'm going to snap. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, it goes to the ebbs and flows, right? Like the first seven are funny, but like. It doesn't come around to be funny again until like fourteen and twenty one. Like, what the fuck? You know. B. Um, <laughs> B. <laughs> so it don't always do, but sometimes it be. Uh, right, man. But uh, comedy's so much fun, man. It's. I, I love the community we got going here. Dude, it's 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 gotten. Everybody's got more connected. There's a group of guys that play games with each other all the time now, Steven. Yeah. Like, I got invited that, and I was like, I'm in a hiatus, or like. Even then, like, my old group of friends I used to game with just can't do it anymore. I just don't like playing games and shooting the shit like I used to, you know? It's just, uh... Work. Somewhat, it was so much, like, work back in the day to me that it's, like, I just don't find... It. It's just so draining to me now. I'm just like, fuck, you know? I might not play well or this or that, and that can, and that can ruin my entire day if I lose. Because that just fucks me up. Because just that losing mentality I used to have. Maybe maybe you should pick so, up puzzles. I did, but they're so addicting, man. I just can't stop playing them. I fucking love. I I, I was playing chess, and I was like, I can't fucking stop playing so much chess. Like I just I love puzzles and like hierarchies of systems and strategy, dude. I fucking spent probably just like five years of my life. Just I still do it. I haven't stopped just studying strategy, like warfare tactics, and like. You should. You should. You war should. Discipline. You should consider. And, and and if he does this, mm-hmm. let it be known that it was said here on the sidewalk crew first. Uh, you should write a and d campaign and podcast that. I, I, I have a campaign already written, actually. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just waiting to actually run it. <laughs> I got a bag of dice right here, bro. Right here. I got a really good All idea. All we need are people. I got a really good idea for a D&D. There's actually... Is it in here? I feel like it's in here. I just got a... Like I just got a... Um, I gotta balance the encounters. That's all I have to do. I have a really good story that I think would be good. But, I, you know, I've never run a campaign. I don't know how to fucking... When to introduce things, when to make... So, like, to make, like, the story compelling, like, fucking... What, I love Critical Role with a passion. Fucking adore Critical Role. Like, I, that, like aside from comedy, that's the one thing I watch that is not comedy. Everything else is comedy, you know? I, I got this from a guy that I played Magic with. He had these made... Just for people he was playing magic with. Oh, it's sick as shit, dude. Like heads or tails? Yeah. But like the fact that it's a one-off, like it's a one-off coin that I have that means nothing and is nothing to anything else on the fucking planet. This shit looks cool as fuck. It's like I could see these runes happening like in a video game, you know. God. That's like I love too, man. I just fucking love runes, you know, yeah. like crazy I, writings like I, that. I definitely at some point. <coughs> with, with the Patreon, this will become merch at some point. I will have coins made. They're just super expensive to have made. Yeah, they are. But I, I will have coins made. Um, you can make them yourself really easily. 
You can make like a fake penny. Yeah. You know, with a little press and this the right the right material. I mean, I have the press. It's just at this point, it would be making the dies, which really mm-hmm. probably isn't as hard as I'm making it sound in my head. I mean, dude, I wanna, I would love to sell meat one day. Like, I love making meat with a pack. I just fucking love it. I love everything about it, like the heating up the honey, the putting it in the container. It's just, it's like making sweet tea. That's what it, it's literally what it's like. It's like you're making sweet tea. And you're putting in this fucking... This is long game sweet tea. Yeah, long game sweet tea. It's like you're 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 making lemonade. You're just heating something up. You're, you're pouring water into this vessel. You're making sure it's sterile. You're like... You dump in the yeast to stir it. And then in, in 12 hours, you have wine. Like, that's the coolest fucking thing to me. And it, it fucking tastes delicious. You don't... It doesn't make you, like, stupid drunk. You get a little bit of a... Like a 3% alcohol, you know, it's like super low, and I, it's probably actually more than that's probably 12, <laughs> but but it's it's nice, man. And uh, we 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 bought some mead when I was younger, and it came in like these clay looking bottles, and uh, it was it was all right. Uh, I was a, I was a tequila man, dude. Um, tequila's the shit. I love tequila. I had some last night. Tequila will tequila lead you places by God. Yeah, I somehow convinced my girlfriend to go to the bar last night, which was nice. Oh, no. Went there. Had a, went what to bar? A, uh, Green Valley Grill. Hell, yeah. Went to a nice-ass bar. Good bar. She dressed up. Ran some jokes by her at the bar. She didn't like him. <laughs> you got to pick your moment, buddy. I, I think it's the best time because that's when it's the most uncomfortable for everybody. So if it's not funny, I'm like, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not funny then. <laughs> if it's not funny, it's really not funny. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, man. Well, fuck, Steven. It's been super cool having you on. Yeah, dude. Um, now, I get to do the thing that I do at the end of the episodes, which is my favorite thing to do. So make sure you stick around after the episode to listen to our other commercial. And, uh, you know, that way we can uh, all be cohesive with everybody. Keep an eye out for the Patreon. But, um, as you know, uh, the stove, the uh, fart, well, first and foremost is uh, there's uh, one place in the world that I really like. I enjoy stand up comedy. Um, I started the show to get, into, uh, to get closer to comedy and everything. And uh, stand-up has uh, become my medium. Uh, it's become my lifesaver, and it's made me happier than I've ever been. Um, and the place that I like to do stand-up the most is the Idiot Box Comedy Club in Greensboro, North Carolina, 503 North Green. Um, stand-up classes, improv classes, sketch classes. It's That's church to me. Um, so I'll always talk about how awesome they are. Um, check out their Facebook page, always. They've always got great shows coming up. And also check out Monster Caden Winston-Salem. Great hangout. They do open mics on Mondays as well. Um, also, coming up for me, September 30th at the Green Bean in Greensboro, North Carolina. I will be on the greener side, Nick Cha-Cha's show that he's producing. Um, I'm very honored to be asked to uh, do the show. Um, he's had nothing but fire people up there for the entire time he's had it running. And uh, it's it's an incredible show. So if you're in Greensboro, definitely come check that out September 30th. It's a free show. Do you have any dates that you want to plug before I do I'm, my thing? I'm not touring or anything. I, I, you might, I don't know. You might be at the coffee shop on the 14th. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> Appreciate it, though. Yeah. So um, I, uh, I started this show with a group of friends. Um, and it started out as a bunch of uh, guys talking shit with each other outside of a bar in Greensboro. Um, and we stood on the sidewalk when we did it. So hence the name Sidewalk Crew. Um, and then we all had our show and then all ended up going our separate ways for a bunch of different reasons. Um, not because we didn't follow each other, but our schedules didn't line up. So I decided I wanted to keep the show going and, um, I've always enjoyed interviewing people and talking to people. I think great conversations, uh, can do nothing but help progress society in some way, shape or form. And, uh, I just enjoy having conversations. Um, now a lot of people think they know, uh, why I have 
the conversations I have or who it is. And it's not who they think it is. Uh, the person who taught me uh, that I uh, that I enjoy this type of uh, interview style thing is it was is a guy named James Lipton. He used to do Inside the Actors Studio on um, television. And uh, in honor of Mr. Lipton, because we love Mr. Lipton, a couple years ago, um, at the end of his episodes, he would ask the Pivo questionnaire. And it's a really great way to get to know more about people. Um, so I've been asking all my guests, and until some major cable network tells me that I can't, I'm going to keep doing it. Because right, you have to consent to this? Is it Because, like, I don't know. I, I might just speak my lawyer. Sorry, I'm just a little triggered from the whole being arrested thing. I just, when people start reading me stuff off paper, I get a little... <laughs> well, I'm, I'm reading it to you off paper because my high ass can't remember all the questions. <laughs> Steven Sedgwick, Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, the Pivo questionnaire. Um, what is your favorite word? My favorite word? Yeah. Probably fuck. What is your least favorite word? Oh, oh uh, tummy. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? What turns me on? Creatively, spiritually, or emotionally. Hmm. Probably ass. What turns you off? Uh. Oh, man. What, turn, what turns me off? Creatively, spiritually, emotionally? Yeah. Probably going to school. My favorite question on the quiz... What is your favorite curse word? You probably fuck again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what sound do you love? Oh, the um, the opening sequence to Black Dog. Hell yeah! Before the the, the instrumental starts, that whatever that fucking sound is, my favorite sound in the world. What sound do you hate? Um. Uh. The dinner plate one's pretty bad. Yeah. Like no. like silver on a dinner plate? Yeah. I'd yeah. say knife on a dinner plate. Not like fork, but knife. Oh. That one's pretty bad. Um, a specific type of dinner plate, but yeah. It's like, like a ceramic microwavable, like... No, those ones are... No, yeah. I, I think those ones... I, can't, I couldn't tell you that material. Yeah. Yeah. What profession other than yours would you like to try? What profession? Other than the profession that you are in now. Uh, finance, I guess. What profession would you absolutely never get involved in? Anything to do with a boat. Fishing? I fucking can't do boats. <laughs> and then uh, finally, Stephen Sedgwick. Yeah. If God exists. Yeah, I'd fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to have him say to you when you arrived at the pearly gates? What would I like for him to, to say to you? You were funny. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck yeah. Steven, thanks so much for coming by, dude. We'll definitely do this again. Do the bit. (laughs) Do the bit. Do the bit. Oh, come on. Not right now, guy. No, come on. You're here. No, I got... Okay, fine. Do the bit. (laughs) Do the bit. And now, Steven Cedric, everybody, playing guitar. No, he's not. That's the end of it. Fuck you, God. (laughs) I'm not dead. Am I fucking dead? Uh, thanks so much for coming by, man. Um, yeah, man, of course. As soon as we get a video back up, I'll definitely have me back on. But uh, yeah, keep doing comedy, bro. Uh, thanks, you guys, for listening. Um, thanks, Steven, for coming I keep on. keep doing comedy? I don't even know. Yeah, you should keep doing comedy. You think so? Yeah. I do. That's a good, that's a good like, profound question to ask because I don't know if I should keep doing this. I think, uh, I think until, until you find absolutely no joy in any aspect of it, Fuck you're right. I can't quit. Like yeah. I found no, I was wrong with that was what was wrong with video games. I had no fun at it because, dude, with with this you can just like. 
I think the one thing I was missing out of trying to balance all my stuff was being around the right people. And that was being around funny people. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Because it was just being misunderstood for so long. And then finally being in a place where people misunderstood me, but were like, fucking work on it. You know? Like, fucking work on being funny. That, that shit. You know, that's what I need. I don't, you know, I need someone to be like, the fuck are you saying? <laughs> you know? Like, fucking no one's laughing at you. I need that shit in my life. So I think that's important. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Steven, it's good seeing you back around. Yeah, Keep coming around. Uh, thanks for listening to Sidewalk Creek, you guys. Uh, season two, yeah, we're fucking here. Season two for 100 years. Rick and Morty reference. Uh, thanks, you guys, so much for listening. Stick around for the commercial after this. Um, appreciate y'all so much. Bye. This episode of the Sidewalk Crew has been brought to you by Lucky 13 Tattoo Aftercare. Hey, guys. Uh, Tony here. And uh, it's no secret, I've got a couple tattoos. And uh, I like to make sure those tattoos stay looking good. And one of the coolest ways that I find to keep my tattoos looking good is Lucky 13. Um, found out about Lucky 13 a while ago, and uh, I just, I think it's a great product. You know, they've got a tattoo balm, they've got it in a tube, they've got it in a tin, and they've got a cleanser and healing ointment. Um, cleanser's the best on a fresh tattoos, and the balm you can use from a brand new tattoo to a tattoo that you've had for years. Look, a lot of my tattoos I've had since I was 18 years old, that's... 12, 13 years ago now. And uh, with Lucky 13, those tattoos look just as pristine as the day that they got put on. And, uh, you know, all natural ingredients with Lucky 13. Uh, things like aloe vera, avocado oil, beeswax, coconut extract. Like, just stuff that's good for your skin. And anything that's good to put on your skin and goes in your skin can also help it nourish it better. Uh, Lucky 13 even has a fact test about how it works, how to use it, and what product would be best for you. Uh, they've been talked about on NBC, USA Today, CBS, and Fox. It's just a fantastic product with thousands of great reviews and the fact that they donate to the Impact Melanoma Organization to help educate people of the importance of skin cancer prevention and early detection awareness. It's an all-around great company. When I feel like taking care of my tattoos, I definitely make sure that I hit up Lucky13 at protectyourink.com. Protectyourink.com, and if you use the code that comic Tony, that's T H A T C O M I C T O N Y, you can get twenty five percent off your order. That's right, listeners of this show that use the code that comic Tony at checkout can get twenty five percent off their order. I think that's pretty badass, a lucky thirteen. So let's support a company that does a lot to help prevent skin cancer around the world and that keeps our tattoos looking great. Lucky thirteen tattoo at protectyourink.com.